0: To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. We invite you to We you the
1: Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your Far From Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com.
0: And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly.
1: So today on Miles from Main Street, we're doing a top ten attractions at Walt Disney World. This is pretty exciting because uh, I love listening to top ten lists, just top ten lists for pretty much anything, like stuff like like Watch Mojo. People have heard about uh, that before, I'm sure. Um, and really any any Disney top 10 list I love listening to. Um, so I'm pretty excited. And uh, I think Brian and I had a lot of fun putting these lists together.
0: This was a ton of fun. Like it was easy to make my list of 10, but then I tried to rank them. And it's like, oh, man, this and oh, man, that. And yeah, this is a ton of fun. So I hope that everyone listening will kind of join in i know when i listen to top tens i'm always kind of throwing in my two cents as i'm listening so i hope uh we can get some of you guys to join us on facebook and and let us know what your top tens are as well
1: definitely yeah and and if we had fun you guys will have fun too putting together a top 10 list i know for me it was it was actually easy for me to get like 15 or 16 and then kind of whittling it down from there that was the difficult part for me um yeah i
0: tried to just make my list of 10 and then rank them and (laughs) so then my wife's like well what about this one it's like oh man that one um okay so uh, then i'd cross something out and you know like i was just trying to work with my 10 and then once i had that i was like okay now what's going to be my favorite you Mm -hmm. know it's like kind of picking your favorite child it's it doesn't work (laughs) it it can't happen. but I do have some favorites and and I I think I came up with a pretty good list.
1: Awesome. Cool. Well, um, I'll go first, um, for, for my list. Um, we'll go, we'll go back, back and forth. I'll, I'll give a ride and Brian will give a ride and, um, we'll put our list together that way. Um, my list, I have got two pretty big uh, hitters for me up top, um, that were just kind of obvious for me. Um, and if you've listened to the podcast at all, um, you'll probably know one of them. Uh, the other one I, I don't really talk too much about, but it's hands down my favorite. And that is Tower of Terror. Yes, Tower of Terror. Yeah, there's there's just something about the theming of Tower of Terror and kind of like the whole idea uh, of Tower of Terror that I just love. Um, it's uh, the ride itself is is so innovative of like what they had going on and everything and um just the the ride vehicle itself um how it kind of like moves forward and then gets into like a drop zone and then you drop and everything um and then the fact that um the ride is randomized Uh, i remember um i think they they added this a while ago now but it was just something that i never had happen to me was i got to the very very bottom and i thought oh the ride's done uh and then um a picture came up on the the screen that wasn't your your typical ending of the ride and then it shot us back up again um and so it's just like oh yeah i've never
0: experienced that
1: right yeah uh and so it's like little things like that that um that you're able to experience that are that are different every every time um and it's just just kind of like the the atmosphere of the whole thing is just so cool. It's, it's kind of, it's as, as you'll see, it's like my, my type of ride, um, kind of spooky kind of, uh, eerie type things. And so that's, I'm, I'm really into that. And, um, it, it also, I also loved the, um, the Disney original movie that came out alongside of it. Um, <laughs> that's an, uh, note on that. That's not on Disney plus. And, um, It's actually really hard to find, like find and stream it. Um, unless you've like bought the DVD, which they sell there. Um uh so that's a that's a tip for you guys if you're looking for the Tower of Terror uh Disney Channel movie.
0: We did find that movie a little while back and and shared it with our friend Steve Gutenberg. The uh I don't know, the nineties actor to end all nineties actors, you know, he was in everything.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but he, he was really, uh, Kirsten Dunst was in that. Yes. As well. Kirsten
1: Dunst. Um, yes. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: But I remember like a lot of my Disney as as a kid was watching the movies, watching the TV shows and all the different ads that they would put out to <laughs> get you to come there. And, and as a kid, I couldn't afford, you know, my mom couldn't really couldn't afford it for us. So, um, that was what we did. We dreamt about going. And so that movie was huge for us. Like I wanted to go do that ride so badly after seeing that movie. Um, so yeah, that it, I had tower of terror is number seven Mm -hmm. on my list. And I think you'll see why as I, as I bring up my list, Mm -hmm. but, um, I still really enjoy that ride, mm-hmm. uh, the, the story, the backstory, you know, the movie that helps with the story. When I first was able to ride it, I did not expect, um, twilight or the, yeah, the twilight zone to be part of the ride. I didn't know that that was part of it at the time. So, uh, that was even cooler too, because, uh, I had watched a little bit of the twilight zone as a kid. So, um, yeah, the, Great, great ride. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one though is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Oh. So I uh one of my memories of my first trip was um it rained our first day we spent in the parks. And I was there with my mom and a friend of hers, and it started raining and they had already kind of been run around the park by me a lot and so they said you know you go do what you want to do we're going to go back and take a nap so I don't know they they might have sat in the lounge or something I'm not even sure what they did but anyway we uh they we separated I went over to Magic Kingdom at that point and I remember going I want to hit all the iconic rides that I remember from the TV commercials and you know just everything you always see in the videos they put out So uh, Big Thunder is one of those that's always stuck in my head whenever I think of Disney, but it's an awesome ride to boot because not only is it a thriller ride, it goes pretty quick. Um, It's exciting, but also the queue has so many details in it. And that's part of what I really enjoy about Disney is how much detail they put in to their rides and the stories they put into their rides and just being able to go through that queue line and find things, uh, find little nods to the Imagineers that were a part of it. Um, and then, you know, the goat on the ride, you know, you always got to say hi <laughs> to the goat as he go by. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just, that it's just one of my favorites. Absolute favorite.
1: Yeah. And, um, Uh, Brian, you've never been to Disneyland, correct? Uh, -uh. Uh, the, I would have to argue that, um, I would say the big thunder mountain in Disneyland has some pretty cool things. And I would, I would put that over the one in world. So you, you have to get out there. If you're a big, big thunder mountain fan, you got to get out there and and experience that one, um, big thunder mountain, actually not on my top 10 list. Um, How well, dare you? I know, yeah. It's it's not that I'm not a big fan. I think it's because it's right next to another one of my uh my favorite rides. Um and so I was I was always running to that ride before I was running to Big Thunder Mountain. Um but I mean, yeah, big big the Thunder Mountain is such a cool ride. And the the queue, I, I actually I I love the queue at Big Thunder Mountain. Uh and that kind of brings up a point. Um with some of our rides is that a lot of times um like for me sometimes the queue is better than the ride um like I'll uh there are some some places that I won't actually take fast passes for because I want to like walk through the queue and actually enjoy the queue um so that's so that's something that I do sometimes um just because I enjoy those queues so much
0: yeah we uh you know I don't like to wait in lines um but There are a few that I wish we would do that. Uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, I haven't done that. Uh, Peter Pan, I have not gone through the queue line. Mm -hmm. Um, So I understand going through a queue line, though, and I need to do that on some of these.
1: Yeah, so uh, speaking of queue lines, this next ride that I'm about to talk about, uh, my number two ride, the queue line was updated, uh, and I actually really enjoy, uh, and that is haunted mansion. Of yeah. course,
0: <laughs> of course, haunted mansion.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, in you the, the first two rides, obviously you're seeing kind of a theme. Um, this is my, my, my favorite kinds of rides are, are scary, spooky rides. Um, but I mean, it's just so, it's so iconic. Um, The lore behind Haunted Mansion and just like how it was made and how they went through all the processes of um, putting the two uh, ideas together for the ride, um, I feel like just goes so well together. Um, And I mean, and this is a ride that is so old, Um, opened in 1971 with Disney World um, and really hasn't changed too terribly much um a lot of the same practical effects are there um and i think that's kind of what i like so much about it is that um some of those practical effects are just so are still cool to this day um because they put so much thought into everything that they were doing with this ride um and just the overarching theme of of a haunted haunted mansion has always been something that um that I'm really into. I love, I love haunted houses. I love Halloween um, and stuff like that. So it's, it's always been something that I've really been into and just with, with the history and with everything around it, it's really kind of like pulled me in. So um, a lot, a lot of the reason that I like this ride actually goes towards the story and the history and everything around it. Um, So it's kind of like the full package for me.
0: Yeah, Haunted Mansion, like everything you said, I don't know that I can add a whole lot to it, you know. Uh, a lot of my list can be attributed to history and, and just the connections that are there to Walt. And you hit it on the head. I mean, they Walt was a big part of the Haunted Mansion, even though he did not see the opening of it. Um, it was one of his pet projects so yeah i i had it as number six but <laughs> i that's not to say it's a bad ride so
1: and 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 I that's agree. good I'm, I'm glad that our it would be funny if we went went ride by ride and we had the same list <laughs>
0: <laughs> right um but i would go back to your thoughts on queue lines and I'm going to bring up Flight of Passage as my number two. Mm. Um, now, I know there's a lot of people that would put that as number one. And, um, you know, I, I should probably preface I did not include anything from Toy Story Land. I did not include anything from the planet of Batu either,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, because I haven't been there yet. I haven't done anything there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why I bring that up at this point. But I'm going to throw that out there just, I guess, because you're not going to find Rise of the Resistance on my list. And mm-hmm. that, that's because I just haven't enjoyed it yet. Um, but uh, Flight of Passage. I remember when Avatar was open, when the Pandora world was opening, um, The, a lot of the the bloggers and, and bloggers and podcasters, whatever, they were going through... Uh, Pandora on preview days and showing off the land. And, um, I, I remember watching a video of a couple of times of people walking just through the queue line and not even getting to see the ride yet. And, you know, seeing the actual avatar, uh, Navi person floating in the water. Like how cool is that, man? <laughs> and, um all the little details they have in that lab and how they've got, you go from the mountains outside and into the mountain. And like, you've gone into a cave of one of the Navi where they were living. You've got the paintings up on the walls and then you move into this uh, lab. And I remember when you're transitioning from the lab or from the, the cave into the lab, there's a section of, um, grates like really big grates for venting air and we're standing there and they look like they're so old like they've been there forever the rust is on them and everything and you feel it like you're kind of expecting like it to flake off when you touch it and then you realize that it's not quite that but it looks so real that you just buy it (laughs) automatically Um, so the way that they're even just able to age something So it looks like it on day one, that it's however many years old. I mean, just awesome. Um, So then you, I mean, you get this great big queue line to go through, right? And then you hit the ride and you're flying on a, on a Banshee and that just tops the whole thing off. Being able to do that ride and, um, how many times do you walk off there going like I just flew I was just flying (laughs) you know um just too cool just too cool
1: yeah this I'm glad uh you brought this one up um because this one actually isn't on my top 10 either um and I have (laughs) I have a couple reasons um the the queue line amazing um so cool uh and to kind of talk about um those like early previews and things like that being from the Midwest and being away from Disney. Um, it's hard for us to kind of go out there as soon as things open. Um, in fact, there are often times where uh, I'll go out and I'll miss rides opening by just like a couple weeks. And so then it's like maybe like six months to a year before I get to go back and experience these rides again. Um so I actually do this thing where because there's going to be walkthroughs, there's going to be ride videos, uh, I try to limit myself to not see any of those things before I ride rides. Um, and it's really difficult because when these big rides come out, this is all uh, the Disney vloggers want to be talking about and and uh, capturing. Um, so I, I try to make it so that I, when I go to Disney and I get on this ride, like I haven't seen anything about rise of the resistance. I've seen like pictures cause of course my friends take pictures there and it's all on their snapchats and on their Instagrams. Um, but I haven't seen a full ride through yet, um, of, uh, rise of the resistance because it's something that I want to go and experience, um, for the first time by being there. Um, and that's kind of one thing that I that I try to do to make sure that the magic of riding these new amazing rides is um, kept for when I'm first there. Um, the one exception is uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, I've actually watched that ride through and that looks insane. So <laughs> I'm kind of ex- <laughs> excited, excited for that. But that's a lot of cool new tech um, and a lot of um, video screens, which which I'm into because that's kind of what I what I sell. But um, Going back to front of passage, the issue that I have with it, and this is a personal thing. And since these are personal, I was kind of going back and forth whether, whether or not I should edit it because there's so many good things about it. And uh, I really did enjoy it when I was there, but the, my issue with it is that I still um, felt a little sick after writing it. And I, Um, this doesn't happen often with rides. Uh, it's only like certain rides. Like I can't ride star tours anymore for some reason, just because like I still, I get that same feeling. Um, and so it's kind of like that, that weird sick feeling that like you kind of feel for like another, like two to three hours, uh, after being on that ride. Um, so that was the one thing that I had with it. Uh, literally everything else, it was just so amazing. Um, the being able to, like to feel the water like feel the flashes and and feel the um uh the animal that you were riding breathe and stuff like that just like amazing but that was the the one thing that i had with it was that it made me feel sick um and that's a hundred percent uh a personal thing um that's not going to happen with with everybody and maybe in um maybe it was because um i found that if i ride less intense rides first then uh, i have no problem Uh, which actually uh, this last time i went on star tours uh, i had no problem with star tours and it was because i rode slinky dog in the beginning of the day and slinky dog is a less intense ride but it's still kind of like moving you around um so i think that was that was my big issue was i rode it super early in the day and it uh kind of made me feel sick so um, that's literally the only, only, the only reason it's not on the list. So, uh, speaking of uh, roller coasters that can possibly make you feel sick, my number three ride is Expedition Everest. Um, now, this one has a couple of different things going on. Um, one, I, I think it's probably one of the best rides uh, for a long time, it was the best ride at Animal Kingdom. Now it's definitely getting rivaled by uh, a couple other rides, um, which is why uh, me and the rest of my family, this is kind of a family ride. We all love this ride. Um, this is why we we enjoy this ride so much. Um, uh, Joe Rohde, one of his uh, amazing contributions to Disney. Um, uh, so all of those things make this ride an amazing ride. Um, and it's one of those rides, uh, just got done talking about how I can get sick, um, on, uh, motion simulators and stuff like that. Um, this is a ride that is very intense and I, I never feel sick on it ever. Um, and, uh, it's got a single rider line that usually isn't that bad. Like, I think like we've ridden this ride, like, like four or five times in a row. And this is on like a summer trip where it's packed. Um, so that's always fun, uh, but again, with this queue line, uh, the queue line at Everest, I think I would probably have to say it's probably the most detailed queue line. Um, I mean, you've got amazing queue lines like um, Flight of Passage um, that just have so many, so much cool tech, um, and I think it it rivals um, Smuggler's Run. Uh, because that queue line is just insane, um, but just all the little tiny details that are in this queue line, all the way down to just like random pictures of the yeti on the wall and stuff like that, um, I think I think is very cool. Uh,
0: yeah, I also had yeti. Well, my family calls it the yeti yeti ride, <laughs> but um, I, I had no, Exped, Expedition Everest as number mm-hmm. three as well. Uh, it's it's an excellent roller coaster Mm -hmm. you go backwards (laughs) it has you know you feel some of those g-forces on some of those turns like it throws you into that seat at times and yeah we've talked about this before too that q line i bought it hook line and sinker (laughs)
1: yeah
0: (laughs) uh you know like you kind of walk in like i I remember i think i was riding it with only my son at the time Um, So we're walking through the queue line and I'm looking at the displays, you know, like the museum type, a part of the queue. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking through the stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeti's and whatever. Yeah. That whole thing that's out there. Um, (laughs) But like, by the time you leave the museum, I'm going, wait a minute. Like there is so much stuff in that museum piece that by the time you walk out of it, you start believing that they've got evidence of seeing a Yeti.
1: And that's what's cool is that there's like real stuff in there too.
0: Yes. Yeah, there is. And so when I like, when I was in that queue, I'm going, am I like, is this really happening? Like, is this real stuff? Like (laughs) you, I couldn't, I don't know, my mind was having trouble differentiating with the real and the in the made up mm-hmm. pieces. Um, so it's it's always been one of my favorites just for that reason. Um, but then uh, yeah. I <laughs> I remember riding with uh my wife and daughter, they were in the front row. They thought they were going right off the track when you get to the top of the mountain. <laughs> And it's broken They because it doesn't stop until like you're right there.
1: Mm-hmm. And when
0: you're in that front row, you feel like it's not stopping. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they, I remember them kind of going, wait a minute. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, v- a very cool ride. And uh, Brian and I had it in the same spot. Uh, so <laughs> that's always very cool. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I'm going to take the next one then since mm-hmm. we had the same uh number four i've got mickey and minnie's runaway railway
1: mm.
0: now you might say wait a minute you just said you haven't been to batu how could you have ridden Minnie- mickey and minnie's well i haven't but i had to include it because it's mickey mouse <laughs> and it's his first ride and i was so darn excited for this thing to open and it opened you know shortly before covid changed the world um and even though it that's when it hit i was all over those ride videos <laughs> i wanted to see every little piece i wanted to be spoiled on every bit <laughs> i you know i kind of look at it as it's going to be a while before i go so why not just watch it um so i did and holy cats this this thing is awesome the the effects they've put into it Um, I can't wait to see it for real and and um, you know they tell you like if you're wearing ears when you get first get into the train take them off because there's a part that's really windy and (laughs) so it's like I can't wait to do this ride I I can't believe it's taken this long for Mickey to get his own themed ride at at any Disney park there have been shows and we could go through that history if you wanted to. Um but there's never actually been an actual ride. So um making minis just excites the heck out of me. The <laughs> the uh projection technology that they're using in it looks amazing. I can't wait to, to go see it myself.
1: Yeah and that was that was a big reason why I because I, I got pretty excited about it too. Um, and seeing some of the pictures of what was going on in that ride made me really want to watch these videos. Um, and, and I don't know why, but with, with those types of, of ride videos, um, I don't feel as, as bad watching them because I just feel like I'm getting like a decent grasp of like what's happening. Um, and so, and just everything about Um, One of my favorite parts is they use the the puck technology with the the ride vehicles. So it's trackless and you you get into one area and it's supposed to be like, like, like a dance, like a Zumba class type thing. And your, your ride vehicles start like doing like back and forth, like, like dance type things. And then you just start moving around the whole room. Um it's just some some very cool things happening. Um and I think they they definitely did Mickey justice with with um this kind of ride.
0: Absolutely. I it, I really think it's done well.
1: Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to get there. So, my number 4 ride is Splash Mountain. And uh it probably won't be Splash Mountain for too much longer. Um and I have um I have some fond memories. Uh, this, this ride is really more about, um, nostalgia for me. Um, not that it's like a bad ride. Um, but I mean, it's just your typical like flume ride with, with some pretty, pretty cool scenes and everything. But, um, the reason it, it means so much to me is that, um, when I was younger, my father read us, there was like a picture book of, um, uh, what splash mountain is based off of song of the south um it wasn't it wasn't like the actual book but it was just a cool, cool picture book that we were, we, were, we would get read and then we went to the parks and like actually we were in um that picture book in real life so i just thought that was really cool and then also uh, i've said this before but splash mountain is kind of where i realized my brother and my sister were as big uh, of disney nerds as i am um because they were freaking out about it too so um some really good memories about splash mountain and that's uh i mean honestly that's that's why it's so high up on my list
0: uh i typically have not really gone one way or the other with splash um it's just one of those rides that i felt like i need to get on when i get there um but this last trip around so the We took my, my youngest daughter when she was about three and a half, she hated splash mountain that drop was (laughs) terrifying to her. And this last trip that we took being about six at the time, um, she loved it. And that's all, that's one of the rides that she just kept talking about when we came (laughs) home and she just had a great time on it. So there's, there's some memories around that ride now too, just like you had brought up. So. I included it that at uh, number ten because mm. um, I had to have it on the list. Yeah. Anything with some good memories, I gotta have on there. So, uh, I, you had mentioned whether it'll be Splash Mountain after this. I kind of hope it stays that way because what does Splash have to do with Song and South?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, um,
0: if, if I may, the. Uh, the reason it's Splash Mountain is that the movie Splash was coming out at the time and Michael Eisner wanted to have it be a splash or they wanted some sort of splash ride to get that synergy working. And they said, well, why don't we just call it Splash Mountain since you take this big drop and splash down? Um, and that was to satisfy his need for a splash thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's your little history nugget for, for the, the podcast.
0: <laughs> so I could, you know, if, if we're going to Tiana and everything, leave it a splash mountain, go for it. Yeah. Uh, number five, I have got Soren. So, uh, soaring around the world. I never got the opportunity to ride it as California. Uh, but I did, I have written it a few times as Soren around the world. Um, Putty being your, uh, flight attendant at the beginning (laughs) is great. Um, I don't know his real name. He was putty on the Seinfeld show. So, oh, I was, (laughs)
1: was (laughs) (laughs) um,
0: but yeah, uh, the last time we wrote it, we hit the line kind of weird and we didn't all fit onto that single, Mm. uh, onto that one ride. Um so they told us, why don't you guys hang out, wait for the next one, and we'll get you in the in a good spot. So they put us top row, section B, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. So you don't get the bend in the Eiffel Tower, you don't see the curve at all. Oh my goodness, I've ridden that. I had ridden that a few times before that, but to sit there and ride it, you don't have fit dangling feet above you. Like it was awesome. So if anyone ever has a chance, you know, say, Hey, can we wait and get that middle seat top row? Um, it, right now I don't think they're allowing things like that because of all the regulations they have around, um, allowing people in there. But, you know, that was, that was quite the treat that we got. That was, that we weren't expecting. So,
1: yeah, I. Um, so this is another one, Brian, that I don't have on my top ten list. Um, <laughs> it if if we were if we were doing this list, maybe like two or three years ago, it probably would be on my top ten list. Um, it's pretty high up there for me, um, just because it's such a great ride and it's so cool. Uh, the queue line is a little stale, but. Um, i love the when you go through that queue line and you kind of uh, you um there's like a little uh game that you can play uh, and they have these projectors and and you can play this game on your phone uh, i think it's just like an- answering questions like trivia mm-hmm. um uh but yeah like very cool ride um very cool idea uh with everything um i don't know it just got not that it got stale for me but it just like no there there's a couple other ones that have surpassed it um uh since it came out but when um it's my my mother's favorite ride i would be remiss if i didn't say that um but it's it's such a cool ride but i just i don't know i there's some other things there that um that i would put over it so teach their own. I, yeah <laughs> i think it's top 5 so <laughs> Well, my number five is the rock and roller coaster. Uh, this ride, uh, the I mean, the queue line sucks. Um, I mean, <laughs> if you if you include the pre-show into the queue line, the queue line doesn't suck as much. Um, but I've always thought that this queue line is the worst. <laughs> um, but the the ride itself is just so cool, and um, I remember when it first came out and uh, we went and wrote it and it was like Disney's first really like, like in like intense roller coaster. Uh, and I still think it's pro- it's one of the more intense roller coasters uh, at Disney uh, with that um, uh, the launch start and everything. I remember when I was young and I don't think I ever opened my eyes when we did the launch start because I was just holding on for dear life and closing my eyes and i just couldn't do it um uh now i mean i'm i'm, I'm still holding on for due life when i when i go on that ride but i'm i'm able to keep my eyes open <laughs> um but just the the idea uh, and this is another i am really into uh not that using ip for rides is bad but i really enjoy um those rides where uh disney's kind of made up their own story um, and Disney's kind of made up their own own theme to things. Uh, and this was uh, one of those rides, definitely, where um, they came up with a story and then they got Aerosmith. The history behind a- Aerosmith becoming part of that ride is kind of cool. Um, but just kind of like the whole idea of the ride and the ride itself. This is This is one of those rides where the queue might kind of suck but the ride itself is so cool that it just blows everything else out of the water, uh, for me. Um, but, and, and that's also why it's a little bit lower because, uh, the queue is kind of lacking. Um, but the, the ride itself is just so cool. I just love it.
0: I did not have this one included uh, on my list, but one of the things that I always find fun about that ride is when you're talking to people about it, there is literally in like an argument of whether you go upside down or not. <laughs> and it is, it is Disney's only upside down roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and they let you know that as you're walking back there, the car is upside down in that archway. Um, but it, it's, a, it's always a great conversation to have with people. Yes, it does go upside down, but it's dark. It's dark, like spot, like space mountain. and you you don't know where you are at times. Um, I don't know that I realize that I'm going upside down when I'm in there. So,
1: and, it, and, and a lot of that, I'm pretty sure hap- it, it's happens is because it happens right away. Um, the inversion is like the first thing you do. And so you do the inversion and then you kind of go off and you, you, you do all your other things. Um, and. Uh, honestly, I, I, when I was young, I never realized that either because it happens in the dark, it happens like right away and then you're off doing everything else. Um, so yeah, I, when I was younger, I never noticed that, that you did an inversion.
0: It's, it's a great ride. Like I, it's, and the reason I bring up the archway with the upside down cars, I was watching a video and they said that their kid realized that the car was upside down. It was like, wait a minute we go upside down and the kids have ridden it like 10 15 times already so I, th- I think i just think that's a great thing to talk about one of those little things that people get into discussions about
1: yeah right um, very very cool and it's funny I've, I've never thought of that um uh just a, one of those imagineer um details that they put in that's very cool
0: yeah so my number six was haunted mansion
1: mm.
0: which you've already touched on so how about you where was your number six
1: my number six is pirates of the caribbean and this i is love
0: a- the smell of pirates
1: yes <laughs> i have uh and i don't light it a lot because it, it actually after a while it starts to make your head hurt uh but i do have the pirate water um actually no it's not pirate water cuz that one's different it's actually uh the splash mountain um water smell cuz it's the same for both candle but um i have a candle that smells like the what the water is supposed to smell like at disney um and so yeah and, and i just love that smell i just, uh i love this ride An, another nostalgia ride for me uh, another ride that <clears throat> Walt worked on um and he never saw the Disney World version uh open um And so, uh, yeah, another, another one of those boat rides that uses a lot of really cool practical technology, um, that still holds up today. Um, but again, a lot of it comes from nostalgia. Um, this was always, uh, when I was younger, this was always the first ride my family would go to, we would like run past everything else and then just get straight on to Pirates of the Caribbean. And I'm not really sure why, um. I don't know if it was because my parents really enjoyed the ride or if uh, us as kids really enjoyed the ride, but that was always like the first ride we went on and the last ride we went on um, when we were at, at the parks when I, when I was younger. Um, So that, that was, that was always cool. And the, the queue line um, is very cool uh, for Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, It's a lot better than the queue line at Disneyland because Disneyland is just kind of like, um like you've got your your facade and then you've got your queue line out front and then you kind of walk through another indoor queue line and then you're you're you've got a little bit more theming in there uh but then you're you're there and you're at the boats um so that's cool that they that they were able to expand the queue line at world uh and make it a lot more themed um but yeah it, it was cool going on the uh pirates at land because Land has a lot of really cool uh, parts to the to the ride that I thought were were really interesting uh, that World doesn't have. So that was cool, too.
0: A lot of people think that Pirates is an opening day attraction at Disney World, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so another historical tidbit for you, it is not an opening day attraction. In fact, people complained yeah. when they got there and said, where are the Pirates? And they didn't put them in initially because... They thought, well, we're really close to the Caribbean. No one here is really going to be that in- interested in the pirates. So um, they quickly put it in, <laughs> which is why it's probably a little different. Mm-hmm. May not have all the cool things that they have in Flor- in California. So um, I did not have pirates on my list.
1: Mm. Although
0: I do love pirates, <laughs> um, I did not have it on my list. So uh, number seven was Tower of Terror for me. Mm-hmm. um may have heard of that ride before huh
1: uh-huh, a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so uh since we've talked about tara already i'll i'll move on to my my number seven pick uh and my number seven pick is space mountain um and this is another one of those rides where the queue line in my opinion is really the star i love that queue line honestly for me that queue line is the reason it's on my top 10 list if (laughs) if this ride didn't have the queue line it has it would be not on this top 10 list um and it's really like they're not doing anything too terribly special with it like there's like there's a lot of detail uh and there's a lot of really cool things going on but i think it's just like The idea of like they made everything look so futuristic and so space like um, all the way down to like the weird warping mirrors that you can look into. And it kind of looks like you're looking into like endless space and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's all very cool. And one of my favorite things, I'm going to talk more about the queue line than the ride. One one of my favorite things (laughs) is uh, they have like uh, weather reports from other planets going on. This is probably something people don't ever really notice, but it's something me being a big Disney nerd, I've noticed on that queue line. Uh, And so they'll, they'll talk about weather reports on uh, all the different uh, planets in the solar system. And it's just all, (laughs) all all really funny to, to watch that. Um, And so it's just those, those little, um, little things in, in the queue line that I find, find interesting. And that just kind of like the, uh, all around vibe, uh, of the whole thing. Very futuristic. Um, you, you, you literally feel like you're on a space station and then it's all wrapped together with, uh, this really cool musical score that they have going on as you walk in. And then as, as you're about to board, um, it's just all very cool. Um, probably, probably my favorite music that's played in a queue line. Um, and we're just talking about the queue line. Like I haven't even mentioned the ride itself, uh, which is cool. Um, <laughs> um, it's, it's all, it's, it's dark in there and uh, you're twisting and turning and it's a, it's a roller coaster that's in, indoors, but man, it's the, for me, what does it is that queue line.
0: Yeah, I always get, and I don't know why it is, but I always seem to get Star Tours and Space Mountain's Q line confused in my <laughs> head. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as you're talking about it, I'm thinking, oh, is this the one that has C3PO in it? No, that's gotta be <laughs> Star Tours. Like it's I don't know. I just for some reason I get them mixed up, but mm-hmm. um Space Mountain's always one of those we gotta ride Space Mountain type of rides, mm-hmm. uh while when we're there, but I did not include it on my list.
1: With me having been to Disneyland, I, if if we were including stuff from Disneyland, Space Mountain would be so much higher because the Space Mountain in Disneyland is like head and shoulders over um, the one in Disney World, uh, and so that's saying a lot. Um, the the queue line at I mean the queue line is even better in Disneyland. I I and that was it was cool. Cause that was the first ride I went on and I had no, idea. I just thought it was just normal space mountain. And then I get on this ride and it's just so cool. Um, so yeah, if, if we were, if we were including Disneyland versions, oh man, it, it would be top three for me, honestly. Um, oh, it was, wow. it, it was that cool. Um, and the, the, the ride itself is better because it's, it's actually star Wars themed. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, but yeah.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Um, number eight is the people mover.
1: Hey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love going on the people mover. It was something that I didn't do at first. Uh, I was always like, eh, whatever. But we, it's one of those that we have to do it every time we go. And mm-hmm. just hearing that click, 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 click of the <laughs> cars as you're, you know, kind of going through it. Um, It's a great chance to just relax for a little while and take in what you're seeing. Look around the park. Um, You know, you get to see some, you get to see inside some things as you're going along. Uh, And you get to see, you you might get a glimpse of uh, Space Mountain as you're going through there. And you get a glimpse of, I don't know, Star Traders gift shop. and (laughs) Then they've got... um, the half of the original Epcot model in there for you to check out. Um, and you know, I think you see inside a Buzz Lightyear at one mm-hmm. point. Um, just it's just a wonderful ride. I just I love going on it, getting those few minutes just to sit and relax. You don't have to worry about, you know, what is this ride gonna do to me type of thing. You just sit and <laughs> relax. So, yes, number eight was People Mover for me.
1: Yeah, and and that's so perfect. Uh People Mover uh is definitely so it's not on my top 10 list, but it's it's top 5 rides at Magic Kingdom for sure. Um <laughs> I the People Mover is so perfect because it like you said, you get on there and you can relax and you and you don't worry about a ride happening in front of your face, but you kind of like you you go into Space Mountain, you get a you get a a different view of Space Mountain, you go into Buzz Lightyear Um, and so you're kind of able to, it's like experiencing a ride without the stress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I, I love people Mover. So my number eight is dinosaur. Uh, I, I don't know why. Um, it's kind of like this wacky, weird ride. Um, and it's actually kind of gotten more of a following lately. Uh, but it used to be kind of like a hidden gem at animal kingdom um, where like the the line was, was barely ever very long. Uh, People weren't really talking about it because it wasn't Everest. Um, And so for me, that's kind of what I always thought was cool. And um, the ride system is like probably one of the coolest things Disney's come up with. Um, The fact that like, it feels like like everything's completely flat and it feels like you're going over logs and stuff. Yes. it's all yeah. it's all very cool um and so i think uh and the the queue line uh itself is is also very cool it kind of feels like you're walking into a museum uh and i love yeah. museums museums are so cool um and so i that's one thing that i really enjoyed too um and so i think like kind of like the whole the whole idea behind dinosaur and the fact that it was kind of like this hidden gem for for a while in uh animal kingdom was something that uh, i really uh got into so um that's why it's that's why it's on my list uh because it's um it's kind of my hidden gem like not a lot of people like like to talk about it and i'm sure it's not on a lot of people's top 10 lists uh but it's on mine because uh um i enjoy it and uh it's something that i'm kind of like a hipster this way with <laughs> uh, with liking dinosaurs. so
0: yeah, I, I've always enjoyed it, too. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's always been one of those fun ones. You kind of get thrown around while you're on it, but um, it's fine. It's a good time. Uh, Seeker, Dr. Seeker is always fun. Um, you know, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, we made it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, it's fun. I, I got to ride it back in the day when it was initially called countdown to extinction Mm -hmm. yep, and it just it confused the heck out of me when i went back and i'm like why isn't it countdown to extinction extinction anymore and you Mm -hmm. can still see some nods to that inside the queue line when you get in there um i'm sure you know Mikhailo, that mcdonald's was a sponsor Mm -hmm. initially and the uh pipes In there, (laughs) the red, yellow, and the white—they actually have the formulas for ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise on those pipes. That's
1: something I think I've told my family and my brothers, my brother and sister, that every time we get on that ride. That's (laughs) the that's the one funny little factoid that that people like to talk about on that ride. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think I remember going through there one time and being like, oh, yeah, we need a snack or something. I'm like, oh, we can get some McDonald's fries over here. And they weren't there anymore. It was like, (laughs) oh, this is weird. Um, (laughs) But but yeah, uh, good times. Um, So that was number eight dinosaur, right? Yep. Number nine. Living with the land.
1: Hey, hey. (laughs) did I hit
0: one with you that? do you get on your list as well or no that's <laughs> oh, again
1: darn, thought... it's, that's a, that's an honorable mention um okay. but the one that i have on here is pretty close so so keep going <laughs> you know li- yeah i don't know
0: what it is with living with the land but i absolutely love that ride and i always want to go on it um just seeing the greenhouses you know like i don't need the story like the whole farming thing that you get with it, um, it's good. It, it makes sense to me. I, you know, I don't have any problem with it, but I don't need that. I want to see the planting. I want to see the plants hanging from the ceiling, um, and then the fish, like all the hydroponics they got going on, and the. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the term when you have fish feeding the food. I can't. It's a whole cycle oh, thing yeah. that you do um symbiotic but yeah, I, cycle. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it's but it's like just to see all that science going on and knowing that I can go over to sunshine seasons or anywhere on property probably and get the food that they're growing there. Mm-hmm. And um and it's one another one of those relaxing rides that you can just kick back um and enjoy what you're seeing and not have to worry about which way I'm going to get thrown or Am I gonna make it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> so it's it, it's a great one. And this year they added an, a Christmas overlay to it, and how cool was that? I loved watching those videos this time around, seeing some of the lights that they put in there at night to just mm-hmm. to make it a little more festive. So,
1: yeah, very cool. Um, this this is a ride definitely um, in my honorable mention. And um, it's it kind of harkens back to like super early Epcot. Because um, Epcot yes. was kind of like the 80s and it kind of had a lot of it still kind of has that 80s vibe, uh, which they're kind of going to be sweeping out a little bit with um, some of the updates and everything that's going on right now. Uh, but really haven't done too much to that ride it still kind of has that real like like 80s vibe to it which i love um i loved uh all the um original music uh super super 80s um and the um kind of like the idea of it it's very like simple and and uh, i feel like it's a super underrated ride uh so underrated that i think Last time I went to Epcot, I actually used a fast pass for it. <laughs> so, um, and it was just because, um, for fast passes, like the uh, the system that they're using now, there really wasn't anything else that I wanted to go on. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna want to go on Living with the Land, so I might as well use a fast pass for it. Um, so yeah, and 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 uh, I think I said this a couple podcasts ago, but it's something that like I just love um, those ride throughs because they're just so relaxing like if i want to relax uh and just like hang out sometimes i'll just turn on that ride through and just and sit there and listen to it um so yeah super underrated ride um and just like super 80s and and really like that that's kind of epcot for me
0: yeah and maybe that's part of the charm for it it with me as well you know I, i'm always into the history and the old stuff you know so maybe that's part of it but yeah it's such a great ride it's such a great ride
1: so mine uh not too similar to that ride but it's still kind of like one of those rides where i feel like it's kind of underrated um and i always make it a point to go on this ride uh and that's spaceship earth um yes i i I don't know why I'm super into spaceship earth like that. Like that's like one of my favorite rides at Epcot. Um, And I, (laughs) I used to like listen to all of the original um, spiels for spaceship earth. Um, Judy Dench is doing it now. Uh, Walter Cronkite did it back in the day too. Um, It's just like a whole bunch of uh, other people have, have done this before.
0: Jeremy Irons.
1: Jeremy Irons. He was a good one. Um, but like, I don't know. I, there's just something about it. Um, it's in the the Epcot golf ball. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Spaceship Earth. People like to call it the golf ball. Um, but just I don't know. It's it's one of those rides. Uh, and again, it's got a lot of. Um, no, I mean, they keep updating it. Um, but it still has that feel of like original Epcot. Um, and, like everything that came out originally with Epcot and the idea. Um, that they had for it so I think that's that's kind of what I enjoy about it and I don't know why it's just like uh, <laughs> it's like another personal preference it's another one that like I don't know I really got into it and uh, I really enjoy uh, a lot about it and I think it's um, comes back from I really enjoy stuff like museums and it kind of has that like vibe where it's like a a ride through museum and it's given you a lot of edutainment, Um and I'm super into into a lot of that so
0: yeah, uh, when I um, last wrote it, I think the big thing I really enjoyed was just that star field. When you get to the top <laughs> and it turns around and you're getting ready for the descent and you've got that big star field above you, like you can't see anything about like it, it kind of blows my mind the way that they've made it look like you're looking into, inf- you know, infinity or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just I don't know. It's, it's a cool ride. I'll, I'll do it once in a while. My family doesn't really care for it. So when I'm <laughs> with them, it's something that we might skip, but um, yeah. So my number 10, as I had mentioned was splash mountain. So what have you got? Mikhailo?
1: So my number 10 uh, and I put this on here because it's probably one of the most innovative rides that I've been on so far. Um, and that is Smuggler's Run. It's basically a big old video game, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, you kind of—it's funny they—they mention that because you kind of get—it's kind of get, got the new queue line where you get into this one area and then you get put into teams and then you go and you do the ride. Um, and so they kind of explain it to you that way, where it's like, oh, it's kind of a uh, a video simulator. Um, and you have to react to certain things. Uh, but it really is like it's it's you sit there and you can easily get sucked into your own little area of like buttons you have to push and maneuvers that you have to do Um, but even even if you because i kind of did that i wanted to get a good score Um, but even if you do that even if you get sucked in there's so much detail right in front of your face and then if you just look to the front of the cockpit. Uh, it just looks like you're flying in the Millennium Falcon and there's buttons flashing everywhere. And uh, it's just all so cool. And then the fact that it takes you somewhere else, drops you off, and it looks like there's damage. Like when you get out of the co- it looks like you took damage. Like, it's, like they've <laughs> thought of everything. It's just insane. Um, and uh, it's so low on my list because I've only ridden it once um the the queue line is massive just like it's like you walk through an entire hangar uh at uh, like a star wars hangar um the one thing I didn't like was I had to wait like two hours um <laughs> which it was I mean it was fine uh it was right around when um everything had opened anyways so it was super popular um but just walking through that that queue line was so cool um and I think, the reason it's not so, again, the reason it's not so high on my list is I've only ridden it once uh, and I wasn't even the ca- the captain. <laughs> so I feel <laughs> like, um, and that's another thing is that you can have different experiences. And that's another thing is you can have different experiences uh, on this ride. Um, and I'm guessing captain is like the experience because you're up front and you're watching everything that's happening. Um so this is this is going to be a ride that I'm sure is going to quickly uh, go up my top ten list. Uh, and then with that, I'm even more excited to see what they have with Rise of the Resistance because if this is the other ride, like this isn't even the main ride that they like. This isn't the this isn't the main ride that they have at uh, Batu like what is Rise of Resistance going to be like? And I mean, people are already losing their minds about it. So, um, and I know I'm super late into knowing (laughs) what actually happens (laughs) on Rise of Resistance, but don't tell me because I want to go experience it.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to experience both of those. I have not ventured into that uh, or onto that planet, I guess I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, So yes, uh, I see videos every once in a while, and I just look at my wife and go, "I gotta go. I gotta <laughs> get there." And yeah, we have so many things that we want to get done. It's gonna might be a little bit yet before I can get there. So
1: yeah,
0: um, yeah. But that's our top ten, huh? Yeah. Uh, so I know you've got a couple of honor- honorable mentions. The one thing that I think needs to be mentioned is the safari. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't include it, but it's such a great ride. Like just to be able to go see those animals in a quasi natural environment, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable what they're able to do in that space.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I don't know for, for, for me, I I don't, I don't say it's a bad ride. Uh, and I totally agree that it's an amazing ride. Um, I don't know for, for me, it kind of gets, Maybe it's because I I am just so I need to be stimulated all the time, um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. For for me, it's it's kind of like a I don't have to write it every single time I go, um, and so I don't know. That's that's kind of why it wasn't on my list. Um, I kind of understand all the amazing amazing things that they're doing out there, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It you know I we wouldn't have it. If it wasn't for another ride, we should mention, which is Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason we have the Animal Kingdom is because of Jungle Cruise. Um, that that was kind of what what we have in the Safari ride is what Walt wanted in Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta mention those. Those are some great rides. So. Oh yeah,
1: I I uh, Jungle Cruise is uh, is on my. Uh, honorable mention. Uh, a couple other ones from my honorable mention are uh, Slinky Dog Dash, uh, another new one, uh, but I really enjoyed it, um, and it was the last Disney ride that I went on on my last trip, uh, so kind of holds a special place in my heart. Um, Test Track. That's that's another one that we didn't mention. That uh, I love that ride. I loved the old version. Yeah, me too. The, the old version would have been on my top ten list. Uh, the new version not so much um <laughs> uh, kali river rapids another very good ride um another very cool queue line uh you get too wet sometimes and it's kind of short <laughs> um and then uh mind train i think we mentioned that too so
0: yeah i think we briefly mentioned that one yeah so those are our top 10s and we had a really good time in my house building my top ten. This is my own top ten. They, you know, kind of helped me work through it. Uh, I would challenge all of you guys listening to actually put pen to paper and rank your top ten. Just making a list of the ten is is one thing, but rank your top ten, and then I'd, we would love to have you come and put it on Facebook, share it with us, let us tear it apart, maybe or just agree with you because this is fun. Building a top 10 can be so much fun. So to give you one more example, my daughter gave us her top five and she's going to give us that right now. All right. So now we're going to hear from Mia about her top five. So Mia, how old are you?
2: Seven.
0: All right. And how many times have you been to Disney World?
2: Twice.
0: Twice. All right. So your bestest best ride would be? Figment. And what do you like about Figment?
2: Um, the song that they sing. The
0: song? And this is Journey to Imagination, right? hmm And do you want to sing some of the song for us?
2: No, thanks. Okay. But I love the song. Yeah?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh How about... Your number two, what did you what do you like after Figment?
2: Um, Splash Mountain.
0: Splash Mountain? What part of Splash Mountain do you like?
2: The big drop when you can get wet in your clothes. It's so fun. Yeah.
0: You get wet in your clothes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you have to walk around with wet clothes.
2: Yeah, but I last time I did that I was running, so it tried pretty quick.
0: Yeah. So, what's number
2: three? Small World. I like that because I love this song and I love how we go in the boat. And I, and I like putting my hand in the water going...
0: All hands and feet stay inside the boat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's quit.
0: Yeah. Uh, and the dolls, you like the dolls?
2: Yeah, they're really fun.
0: Um, okay, what's number four?
2: Winnie the Pooh ride.
0: The Winnie the Pooh ride? The many adventures of Winnie the Pooh.
2: You're silly, Dad.
0: <laughs> and what do you like about that one?
2: Um, how um Tigger pops out like that. Okay,
0: I like that part, too. What else? Anything else?
2: Um, number five?
0: Nope, of the ride, of Pooh. No, that's no. it. You know what I like about Pooh? What? When you're kind of like Tigger and you start bouncing around on the ride.
2: Yeah.
0: I like that part.
2: Okay, so it's number the... five is Frozen Ever After.
0: Okay. So, what do you like about
2: that? Um, it was really, I was really, it was really funny when we reached the part where Oaken says. Yoo-hoo!
0: And that's in the queue line, right? When you're waiting? Is there anything about the actual ride that you like?
2: Um, I like Olaf. Olaf? Yeah, and I like the big monster that we saw up there.
0: Do you remember his name? Marshmallow.
2: Oh, yeah, Marshmallow.
0: Yeah. So, I do have to ask. From a kid that goes around the house singing Into the Unknown all the time...
2: Nope, nope, never mind, never <laughs> mind, never mind.
0: Okay. It's it's hard to pick, isn't it?
2: Uh-huh. And, and
0: rank them all out. I think you got a pretty good list there. Thanks for joining okay. us on the show. Anything okay. else you want to include while you're here?
2: No,
1: I'm good. All right, well, thank you for coming on. Cool, yeah. It's, it's, it's cool to see other people's lists and, and all of the other things that, that – she came up with that weren't even on our lists.
0: yeah it's it's really fun to see someone's of a different age and their point of view how oh, it's completely different from ours mm-hmm. and that's what i'm looking for from other people on uh facebook let's let's see these top tens i want to see what you guys got
1: cool so that is all we have for you guys today on monster main street we hope you guys enjoyed it we want to hear what you guys think of our lists if they're completely wrong we want to see your guys's lists and uh, we will see you next week thanks for tuning in if you enjoyed the show please rate us on itunes and subscribe email us at miles from main street podcast at gmail.com. with any thoughts and visit us on facebook under miles from main street we'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it.